Let's now talk with Williamsville Sherman Schools Athletic Director Adam Euchre. He joins us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Adam, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Exciting stuff for your uh, student-athletes. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a whirlwind the last week, um, which has been nice. You know, we've had a lull since the fall where we were able to have some junior high stuff and uh, some high school cross-country. So it, it, it's been a whirlwind, and it still is going to be. But, yeah, it's exciting to get back into the swing of things and to see our student-athletes starting to compete this week as we uh, ramp up with uh, some junior high athletics kicking off on – Wednesday and then high school stuff kicking off on Friday and Saturday. So uh, tell me what what your coaches are thinking. Uh, of course, you're the athletic director, um, so you surely do talk to some of the, uh, the the student athletes. But you've got direct pipeline to the the coaches out there. Uh, how how have they been impacted by all this? We we talk a lot about the kids, but how have your uh, how have your coaches been impacted by uh, uh, you know the back and forth and the uncertainty? And then now we have some hope. I think they're, you know, kind of in the same spot as the kids. And before everything kind of changed about a week and a half ago, you know, they just kind of wanted some answers, wanted some directives, and they didn't want to be, I guess they may be strung along. They kind of wanted to say, you know, if we're going to cancel, just cancel. Because they're human too, and and they have the same emotions with the kids when they're competing. They put as much time and effort in as anyone in terms of getting ready. So so they have, you know, the, the passion for it just like the kids do. So so they're excited, and I've been working with them, you know, systematically going through and getting schedules and obviously kind of, you know, balancing too because, you know, there's different restrictions at IESA with the, with the junior high sports and IHSA in terms of number of contests and everything, you know, but balancing the number of contests we're playing compared to the number of practices too just to make sure that those kids are ready and making sure that, you know, we're not putting excessive load and on, on student-athletes coming back in, you know, because we have kids, you know, that do compete with, with travel teams, so they may have been a little bit more ready than kids that come in and, and they haven't done anything except, you know, conditioning and, and weight training and stuff at home. So there's a balancing act with that, but I can't say enough about our coaching staff. I've been This is my eighth year here, and it's, um, it, you know, we have an unbelievable working relationship. And most of the time, you know, in terms of balancing like gym space and, practice schedules and all that i i don't have to get my hands in that because they work so well and they're such a cohesive unit that i'm so fortunate to be able to be in a place like williamsville we're talking with adam euchre he is the athletic director for williamsville sherman school district and the news that sports are going to be happening uh, you've got some uh, middle school sports starting as uh, as early as this uh, this week wednesday and even friday uh with other sporting events happening uh and we've seen kind of different approaches from different school districts even in the area uh, as is being reported down in chatham uh they're not gonna have cheerleaders what's the uh position for williamsville well, obviously, you look at the spectator policy that was given to us by, I, by IDPH, which then is you know disseminated out with IESA and IHSA. And currently under phase four, we're limited to 50 specters, the 50 spectators. And if we, if we go back into, into the tier phase, you're at 25, um, which makes it really difficult then to get parents and to be able to see their kids. So we've done, we've done a number of things to be able to make sure that we can get our parents and to be able to see them. And, and cheerleaders do, a, do count against that 50. So what we're doing, and you know, we're currently finalizing our spectator policy, and it'll be out later today, is, is both home and visitors are going to get one, 
one spectator per athlete. And then we're going to clear the gym, gym out in between games. So like if there's a JV game, we'd clear it out in between the varsity. And so what, and, and, and I felt, you know, our cheerleaders, they're student athletes, just like our basketball players, our volleyball players, our football players. I felt it was extremely important that they be a part of this experience. So what we've done, and I have great cheerleading coaches, uh, Betsy Burris down at the junior high and Val Sagal at the high school. And with brainstorming with them and brainstorming with our administrative team, we felt it was, you know, it was, it was a doable option. And what we're doing is we're going to split our cheerleaders into two separate squads. So at the high school, we have juniors and seniors that will cheer for the varsity games. And then the freshmen, sophomores will cheer for the, the JV contest. And at the junior high, our eighth graders will cheer at the eighth grade game, and then our sixth and seventh graders will cheer for the seventh grade game. Now, there are some hurdles in terms of how the language is currently written with where it says they can't chant or yell, and IHSA does have some clarification to IDPH right now to see if that can be modified at all. But, you know, our coaches, they want to have – our athletes be able to experience this as much as possible. So both uh, Coach Burris and Coach Sagal are currently working in order to come up with almost where they're going to do like palm routines. And you can you can be on the floor pregame, at halftime, and at postgame. Now, logistically, trying to figure that out, you know, halftime is probably going to be the best option. Plus, they can do some stuff at our junior high. They're going to be up on the stage. And then in our high school, they'll be up in our, in our student section, and they'll do some stuff up there uh, to pep band music, and, and our coaches are choreographing that right now. So we just felt it was, you know, it, it, this is a valuable experience. And really, you know, the, the, the great thing about educational-based athletics is I think it teaches you so many life lessons. And one of the things that, th- that this whole experience has taught me is you have to think outside the box. You can't just shut down when you're faced with adversity because, you know, kids are looking up to you with that. And I felt, you know, if we just didn't try everything we could to be able to make this, you know, work for everyone, then I couldn't put my head down at night as an athletic director saying I did everything in my power to be able to make this work. And and, and that's all we can do. You know, we can only, can, you know, control what we can control and, and adapt and adjust as things are thrown at us. We're talking with Adam Euchre. He is the athletic director for Williamsville Sherman uh, and moving forward with allowing for cheerleaders. And I got to tell you, you know, playing football, I thought the cheerleaders were part of the team. You know, when if they weren't out there on the field with us, uh, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, ah, well, where's our cheer section? Come on. Uh, and I, I imagine the same thing for the basketball players as well. So that's going to be uh, uh, interesting to see how it unfolds uh, and moving forward with allowing for some level of cheer to uh, to take place. Uh, but we still have that that question of spectators uh, and uh, the limiting of how many spectators there can be, uh, depending on the metrics of the region, 25 spectators or 50 spectators. That does not include uh, you know, the, 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 the team or the coaching or the staff. Um, but it, there's questions about media coverage. Uh, what's Williamsville going to do to, in a way, I guess, provide some kind of streaming opportunity or to uh, allow for some kind of, uh, you know, designated media person to, to, to cover the games? So obviously we want our kids to be covered, and we have great media coverage here in the central part of the state. You know, I'm – I'm amazed that no one has really expanded upon what Derek Paris and even Zach Kirker started at 1450.com, you know, with our kids getting like ESPN type coverage. And then, you know, what the SJR provides and then even Byron Painter over here 
uh, on our end in uh, the Williamsville Sun Times. So we want to make sure our kids get covered. Um, you know, you asked about streaming. We, you know, we've been a part of the Sagamo Conference Network now. I think going on about five years, where we stream all the Sagamo games um, for people. We installed these Pixelot cameras in both our junior high and our high school gyms, um, which will allow more automated streaming. So we'll be able to stream all of our events. Now there obviously is a charge with that, where people it's uh, for a month. I believe it's uh, $10 for a season, which is four months. It's $24.99, and then for a whole year, it's $60. Now, not only are you getting all the Williamsville events on that end, but you're getting all the events on the FHS network, which that's who the IHSA is associated with. And then, you know, all across, you know, the Sagamo Conference and then, you know, there's schools in the CSA. And even if you want to watch a game in Florida. So it's a great option for people to be able to watch their, their student athletes compete. And then obviously with the one fan policy, you know, we want people to be able to see, you know, when they're there. So if you can only have one parent there, you know, the other one can be watching at home or a grandparent with that. Now, what I've done um, is we've had uh, some complimentary codes given to us, and I've passed them out to, to some of our media members. So if they can't come to like an away game or something, they can watch it on, on that streaming service so they can still report on us. But with, on our, with, within our numbers that we currently have out for our teams, we will be able to allow – um, like Byron from the Williamsville Sun-Times, and then if uh, Derek or one of his staff comes over for 1450 to shoot, um, or even you know from ABC 20 or someone from the SJR with uh, Bill Welt, who's covering the, uh, sports now, we'll be able to have space. You know, At our high school, we have our balcony that we put in when we uh, redid our, our gym back in 2014. So they would be able to be spaced far enough away and still be able to cover. And, it's, and once again, it's, it's just going to be different for everyone, and everyone's not going to have their normal routine with stuff, but they still will be able to have access and be able to cover both Bullets and BB Athletics. Adam Euchre with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, and then finally here, you know, the, the cheerleaders aren't going to be able to, uh, you know, do their <laughs> – what they're known for and cheering real loud. Uh, what about the parents? What about the spectators? Are they gonna uh, Are they gonna be you know told to refrain from you know from hollering? Because I tell you, uh, that's one of the things that uh, parents do best is uh, they love uh, shouting for their uh, for their student athletes. You know, one thing, and and, and we and, and we have great parents here. We have great fans, and I think we have a great reputation here at Williamsville, where we get a large number of officials who want to come and. And officiate at our contests. And, and one thing that I we've had one parent athlete meeting so far um, with our junior high volleyball team we had last week, and then we're kicking the rest off uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday with our other sports. But what I've told our parents is, you know, you have to understand that um, there's there's already an official shortage. So, you know, I can't. I normally I'd say, you know, I really can't have you writing officials. But you know, with only 30 people being in the gym, everything's going to be amplified. So you really kind of have to be on your best behavior because I don't want to have to, you know, remove you for riding an official and then you're not allowed to, you know, watch your son or daughter compete. So I think everyone's going to do their part. And we've and we've really, you know, told parents, you know, we're partnering, partnering with you in this. We want to see your your children compete and wear the purple and gold. Um, but everyone needs to do their part. And, you know, you said, you know, the, the difference between the, the 25 spectators, if we get tiered back or in, into the 50 right now, we can only control what we do here at Williamsville. But this is going to take everyone's part across the entire region, because if one part of our region starts to go back, it affects everyone. 
And we've already informed our parents, you know, if we go into that 25 number, we're going to have to, to limit fans because then it becomes much harder to say, well, yes, this person can come, but that not this person. And we want to be able to do this for the long haul. So this isn't only, you know, the Bullets and the BBs doing this. This is the Pretzels, um, you know, the, the Trojans over at uh, Auburn and the Warriors at Athens. And, you know, this is everyone, you know, the centers at Springfield High. We're all in this together. And if people really want this to go forward and be a success, Everyone has to do do their part with this so that these athletes, you know, can compete and and we can start getting back to some sense of normalcy. Adam Euker, athletics director for Williamsville Sherman School District, greatly appreciate you taking the time. We'll check back in soon. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of the day.